Uwandu driving on Korver, lost the ball. Neto picks it up. Vucevic is back. Neto skates underneath him. Neto layup. Jesse the other side. They lead by one. They've gotten to the top of the mountain in remarkably fast fashion. And there's a timeout by Steve Clifford. Holy smokes. Down by 21. The Jazz have taken the lead and we're still in the third. 76. 75. Timeout, Steve Clifford. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Hey there, Jazz fans. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind. Well, there's no better way to put it than how David Locke just did. The Jazz came back from a 21-point deficit to win 102-92 against the Orlando Magic. When it came down to it, the Jazz were able to lock down on defense in the second half, holding Orlando to just 12 points in the third and 17 points in the fourth. And in fact, to close out the third quarter, Orlando was only able to score three points one time. It was a three-point basket in the final eight minutes and 43 seconds of the quarter. Now, you've already heard the apex of that comeback, but let's roll it back a little bit and listen to just how that sounded as the Jazz roared back to take the lead. We're going to send it over to David Locke and Ron Boone with the call. The score is 75-69 to at the 3.04 mark of the third quarter. Jazz down six. Crowd is coming right down the middle of the lane. Lobs for Rudy. Dunks it. He's fouled. What a catch from Rudy. What a give from Crowder. Jazz within four. And again, they ran to score. The analogy all night, in the night in which the tour of Utah has announced this, is that we're on a bike ride up. We're in the Peloton. We're working. It's a steep 13% grade. It's hard. If we get to the top, Ron, is it all downhill the other way if we take the lead? It has to be all downhill. The momentum is definitely shifting. I mean, you can... Most great bike riders, they, they love to go downhill, don't they? 19-3 to run by the Jazz. Their only points are a... DJ Augustine prayer. Ross from three, no. Loose ball rebound, Crowder. Jazz getting the ball, 50-50 balls. Here's Crowder, trailing his Corver. Works the right side of the floor. Comes down the baseline, flares out to Gobert. Resets Crowder. 10 on the shot clock. Gives to Corver. Contested long two, no. Back tapped out to Neto. Neto weaves to his left, comes back to his right. Double clutches, puts it up and in. One point game, 75-74. Now he's had that shot for the most part almost all night. Now he's looking. Jazz on a 21-3 run and the only three were a prayer and a shot clock. I said it would take a mammoth run, this is it. Vucevic, double team, bounces up to Ross. One on the shot clock. He throws up a prayer, no. Rebound, Corver. Jazz have a chance to take the lead. They've been pedaling all the way up the big, steep grade at Powder Mountain. They can see they're cresting the top as Crowder gives it over to Neto. Neto works the left side, steps behind the three-point line, fires, misses, rebound, Orlando. Uwandu driving on Corver, lost the ball. Neto picks it up. Vucevic is back. Neto skates underneath him. Neto layup. Jesse the other side. They lead by one. They've gotten to the top of the mountain in remarkably fast fashion. And there's a timeout by Steve Clifford. Holy smokes. Down by 21. The Jazz have taken the lead and we're still in the third. 76. 
75. Timeout, Steve Clifford on the Jazz Radio Network. While the Jazz were shutting down the Magic defensively, a few Jazz players were excelling offensively in the last few minutes of the third quarter and into the fourth quarter to really secure this win and not let Orlando come back. Howell Neto had six of his ten points in the last two minutes of the third quarter, which really helped push that deficit into a lead. And then Donovan Mitchell, who is going to be your player of the game, solidified that in the fourth quarter with 16 of the Jazz' final 24 points scored in the fourth quarter. Neto swings to Mitchell, straightaway three. Donovan goes down, wanting a call, didn't get it, hits the three. Donovan's got 12 in the fourth quarter, 29 in the game. He would end up with 33 points, four rebounds, and over 50% from the field and over 50% from behind the arc. Now Mitchell has really stepped it up in these last few games, especially in the absence of Exum and now in the absence of Rubio, and really made sure that they can secure these wins that they need to get and can't afford to lose as we enter into the second half of the season and really start looking towards the playoff race. And one other player, I can't do this Jazz Rewind without mentioning the fact that Rudy Gobert had 12 points and 14 rebounds. Now, those are solid numbers, but just his presence, and we all know this as Jazz fans, just his presence on the court affects shots, and he really owned the boards tonight. The Magic have one of the best rebounders in the league in Vucevic, and last time the Jazz played the Magic, Vucevic had 19 rebounds down in Mexico City against Rudy, and tonight... He only ended with eight rebounds. So Rudy really, I think, stepped up and controlled the boards a little more to be able to help make that defensive run in the third and fourth quarter to secure the victory. Now, if you have not gotten enough of this game, and frankly, I don't blame you, you can always head on over after every game to LockedOnJazz.net to listen to Ron Boone and David Locke's postcasts as they break down the game that they just finished calling and all of their thoughts that they had throughout the game, as well as you can read David Locke's game notes, Emptying the Noggin, where he'll bullet point different things that stuck out to him and different stats throughout the night. And just between you and I, a little bit behind the curtain, David Locke actually uses these emptying the noggin posts when he takes on teams. He'll go and look at the last time they played. With how many games that that David has to call, he can't remember every little detail. So he writes down these points, bullet points, of different things that happened throughout the game, different players that excelled. So then when he plays that team again, he can know exactly what happened last time and he can say, hey Ron, remember when this happened? And he sounds like he can remember everything. And frankly, it's because he does these game notes. So these notes that he makes in Emptying the Noggin are really interesting because they're points that he thinks will be useful information when they go to take on that team again. Now, Jazz fans, you don't have to wait long to see the Jazz play again here at Vivint Smart Home. They will be back in action in just a couple days on Friday night as they take on the Los Angeles Lakers. Don't forget, you can get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. The Jazz get their biggest comeback victory of the year at 21 points. And Mitchell looks to be getting his rhythm back. Now, the Jazz are going to be home for seven of their next eight games. So don't forget to get your tickets for the Laker game in a couple days and as well as all of the games in the next few weeks at utahjazz.com. I hope to see you at the next game.